0: Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from kimandersonconsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. today to talk to Maddie Givens. Do you want to tell us more about you and your blog? Um, I know I'm so excited to be here too.
1: I feel like this has been a long time coming, all my chats with Kim, uh, all learning from Kim. But I coach ambitious women on taking action and feeling confident in their life's purpose. And I love to connect with people on Instagram. Um, I also love writing on my blog about goal setting and productivity. And so you can find me at Growing the Givens, or it'll soon to be maddiegivens.com. Um, and find me on Instagram just
0: at maddiegivens. At maddiegivens. Okay. So we're doing our best Maddie was having microphone issues so just bear with us (laughs) um so Maddie how did we first meet I'm trying to think back back oh so far back um I know you
1: came to a retreat Mm -hmm. I came to a retreat but it starts long before then um I think I had heard people talk about you in Facebook groups like this, Kim Anderson, she really knows what she's talking about. She's a fantastic blog coach. So I know we did a couple of one-on-ones before you started your membership. And when you announced your membership, I was like, this is the one that's the one I'm going to do. And (laughs) yeah, um, it was, it was awesome. You always provide great updates, resources, you know, I've done pretty much everything that you have offered. So it is, and it, It's good encouragement for sure. Good, like steady encouragement.
0: Um, I remember you coming to my first retreat and I remember having interacted with you beforehand, virtually via video. And then you were just so funny in real life. Like not that you weren't funny before, but like you have this like sense of humor that is just hilarious. And pretty much like at the retreat, it was like everyone around you just kept laughing hysterically in a circle of people. So um, that's what I love about you is that you are so funny, and I really was quite entertained, um, <clears throat> over the pandemic watching you on TikTok when I got on TikTok <laughs> for a little while. And I'm actually going to be talking about TikTok soon with someone else. Um, but for today, we're going to be talking about the Instagram. I'll tell you a story. So I went to this thing in Charlotte called Seltzerland, which is essentially like where you go on this golf course, and you know you wear your masks and you go and get to sample all of the hard seltzers from all kinds of places, right? So you just go like from tent to tent, getting to do little sippity sips of different things, right? So it's right by a university, and so I want to be a walking party person right so I have my mm. little white claw drawstring bag that they gave me and inside of it was a um my little speaker that I take everywhere mm. and over mm. the summer I got really into yacht rock music like I'm really into like 70s yacht music if you don't know what it is you should just google yacht rock it's pretty funny I anyway have google it. you have to google it now um and anyway so I had yacht rock music playing out of my bag, right? So it's just me walking and there's like music coming from my body, but nobody knows where it's coming from essentially. And so we're in line and, you know, I'm probably, me and my friend are probably in the older group of people that are there. And so we're looking around, you know, and they're like, I can hear them talking about my music essentially, like in this group behind us while we're waiting. And it's the Caddyshack song, from Kenny Loggins was coming like, I'm all right. That song, right. It's coming out of my backpack. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about, Maddie? Or are you too young to know what I'm talking about? I don't know that I know that song. You don't know Caddyshack, Maddie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is killing me. Okay. Then you won't even, f- okay. Listeners you'll find this funny. So <laughs> I turn around and I say, have you never seen this movie? Same reaction I just gave you, Maddie. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, oh, the youth, the youths, <laughs> whatever. Because <laughs> you know, they're all like 21. They're all just like barely able to be there. And I said, I started talking about something and then I made a joke about being on the Facebook or something like just to be silly, you know? And they kind of gave me this like side eye. And I was like, oh wait, you guys must be on the Snapchats. Or something like that. And then so they all start laughing. And they're like, no, we're on Instagram. And I'm like, you're on the Instagram. Okay. (laughs) And the whole time, you know, there's like people like doing cartwheels or like weird poses in the middle of the golf course to take all of their Insta photos and stuff. And I'm just like cracking up because I just, you know, I'm just there with my backpack. On the Facebook 70s music on the Facebook. It's me (laughs) listening to my Kenny Loggins. (laughs) Anyway, um, I thought it was just interesting because, you know, I think part of the discussion today is, you know, really spending time on social media platforms where your people are so you know a lot of people may be like I don't want to mess with Instagram and that's totally cool if your people are not on Instagram but I think it's really interesting to like see the different age groups you know that end up using different platforms Um, but I definitely focus a lot on Facebook and Instagram is still one of those things where it's like I think I'm just this like a hesitant outside observer trying to still like figure it out on a regular basis. So question one is what made you decide that Instagram was where you wanted to put your efforts? So like you talked about um,
1: understanding where your audience is is really important. And a lot of my audience is young moms. And so when they, go to have some downtime, or they're just scrolling on their phone, they're usually on Pinterest, or they're on Instagram. And I, what I love about Instagram is that it gives you a way to kind of more in real time connect with your people, especially when they introduce stories. I think that was like three years ago now. But so in stories are like little videos that you put up on your Instagram page, they stay up for 24 hours. And most users right now, when they log on to Instagram, they're watching stories before they're scrolling through their feed. So it really is the easiest, quickest way to reach them. And they're able to message you back really easily. So DMs, the whole like vibe of DMs has become really a great way to start communication with your people. And you can ask them silly questions to get them start talking, or you can ask them more uh, introspective questions. So I do a lot of questions with my people Where we're talking about what their goals are and, you know, what are your plans for this weekend? And then when they respond to that, I can get into a deeper conversation about, you know, how are you going to enact those goals or what's your plan? How are you going to take action and get to kind of start coaching them before we move into heavier things or, and it builds that like, no trust factor better than pretty much any other platform that I've participated on just because they get more direct access to you.
0: Yeah. Does that ever get
1: overwhelming though? Mm, sometimes but in a i think i so I, I don't know i know we've talked about personality types and things like that but i'm an enneagram 3 and that's the like personality spectrum that i relate to most heavily and i that's the the achiever, and so when more people respond to me, I'm like, "This is awesome! This is something that's working," and gotcha. I also really love that connection. So I think if you were more of like an introvert or you don't really like talking to people, then it could probably be overwhelming. But I thrive on that, so okay. it does not get overwhelming all that much. Gotcha.
0: Um, all right, so I got on there the other day. Um, like, it's like I get these like creative inspiration moments, and then I go. And I get in there and I start doing it. And then I bail because it's like, I don't exactly know how to do all the things I want to do yet on the platform, like within the app. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, they've got like all these new things. So can you tell us like what right now are kind of the current ways that you can create content on Instagram or the ways that you're, you know, creating content on Instagram? So there are a lot of options
1: on Instagram. And I feel like Instagram is the copycat platform of all the other platforms. So like Instagram started uniquely in that it was a photo sharing platform and you went and posted your prettiest pictures and that's all it was. And then Snapchat came out with its little stories feature and Instagram integrated that. And that's a really popular way to create content there. And then TikTok came out and had those, you know, funny videos where it's like a 15 to 30 second video that people are putting up and Instagram has introduced that as well. Instagram has also taken from YouTube. And so you have IGTVs and IG lives that you can do on Instagram that are really more like uploading your YouTube video to your Instagram page. So you have kind of all of the different social platforms combining into one with Instagram. And so whatever you feel like you're already doing on other platforms, you can do that on Instagram most likely. And I think right now, the best way to get the most bang for your buck on Instagram and spend your time wisely is with Reels. Reels is the essentially TikTok version that Instagram came out with. And it is, you know, you're creating 15 to 30 second uh, videos. I know they're introducing some 60 second clips on some accounts. My account does not have 60 seconds yet. But it is a good way to just put, you know, tidbits of information out, give them little teasers and say, I have this new blog post or kind of introducing a topic that you can hook people in so that they'll come back to your platform. And it is getting reels are getting the most reach out of anything on Instagram at this point. So anything that you do on Instagram, I think right now should be video based instead of photo based. So it really has taken a shift from when they started in almost 10 years ago, I guess.
0: So it was really interesting because I was listening to an audiobook um, this week that was just talking about kind of Mark Zuckerberg and his efforts to keep his, you know, keep Facebook's platforms ahead of the game. Like basically like bring, keep bringing people back essentially. Like if they go to a different platform, adopt those like same opportunities there. So people will just come back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting to kind of see, um, how that plays out over time and how like it kind of just keeps absorbing the new ideas into itself. So, yeah, I'm sure it's
1: incredibly frustrating for those other platforms. I know clubhouse is a new one where you can go on and um, you get into like audio chat rooms Mm -hmm. and Instagram is working on some things that I think will integrate those types of features as well. So yeah. I know they were, they're around for a hot minute where they had like messenger rooms. I think, uh, I'm not exactly sure what they called it, but they were calling it rooms and you could get on and chat via audio with 30, up to 30 people, but they took that away. And I was like in January, maybe.
0: Okay. So what do you do now on that platform? On Clubhouse? Yeah. Oh, you're saying Um, Instagram. No, you're saying Instagram.
1: Yeah. Instagram was building in that type of platform. And I got you. know, maybe they they weren't ready to launch it, but I would imagine that's coming in the future as well. Okay.
0: Okay. So, what are the top three things that you feel like people who use Instagram for their brand should do on a regular basis to see growth? I mean, you mentioned doing videos, but like, like, what are like three of your best tips for really seeing growth here and now on Instagram?
1: So, top tip would be to use Reels that is going to give you the biggest reach for any of your videos. And it is going to get more more eyes on your brand, more eyes on your content, means more followers. I think foundationally, there is a consistency that needs to happen too. So if you just go on and post one video and then let it sit for a week or even three days or so, Instagram is not going to recognize you as an active user, that they're going to keep bumping up your videos and the algorithm because there's not anything else there for people to binge. That And that's kind of the the mentality with the video content right now is Instagram wants you to be creating enough content that when they send someone your way, that there's more for them to find because then they're spending longer on the platform. And so you want to give them like, you know, know, I know you've talked about this with blog posts and things. When you go to launch, you want to have sort of 15 or so pieces of content for somebody to be able to look at. It's the same kind of thing with Reels. You don't want to publish those all at the same time, but You can, you know, you can publish a couple of reels in a day and just do that for a week. So you've got a set of videos that people can come and look at, and then I would stay consistent in posting either every day or every other day.
0: So how do reels work exactly? Like you just get on and you can scroll through and just watch the videos that people have posted, sort of in like a feed format.
1: Mm -hmm. There is a separate reels feed. So, and they've put it, Instagram has put it in the center of their toolbar at the, at the bottom. So you have all your icons and reels is in the very center, which means that it is the most important thing to them right now. I think because TikTok blew up so huge that they knew they needed to find something that competed with that so that they could keep all of their users back on the platform. Yeah. Um, I do think since businesses are still spending so much money with Instagram that it is, that's a pretty big indicator that that's where you should still be building your platform, especially if you're wanting to be an influencer or work with brands in that sense. But TikTok is increasing there too. I know my sponsorships with TikTok are also going up. So yeah,
0: yeah, um, I'm going to be having Deacon Hayes come on because he's had a lot of success with his TikTok and he is really having a lot of like personal finance style conversations. And so I'm just kind of fascinated to talk to him about getting on there and doing it in that format, because I think it's interesting to see how over time, like, it's definitely important for us to be aware and be watchful for changes in the industry. And I think, you know, sponsored content on blogs is like a great way to make income, but a lot of brands are also really heavily now into paying influencers. So, you know, having, Having the ability to kind of focus, I feel like, on a platform, grow it, make it strong, you know, that helps to benefit your sponsorship-based monetization strategy, as well as other, you know, ways that you can promote your brand. But we always talk about how, like, building a social media platform is almost like building a second platform. So, like, Mm -hmm. when we talk about blogging, like, everybody who's a blogger knows how much kind of work they put in on the front end of their blog. And you kind of have to almost do, like, double that with Instagram because... Instagram, Pinterest, all these things, like I always kind of put this meme with them that's from the little shop of horrors. And Maddie probably doesn't know what that is. <laughs> know, know <laughs> Seymour, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's always like, feed me Seymour, because that's just the way it is, you know, like you're gonna have to feed the beast. And so when you decide to go with a social platform, I think that's just one of the mindsets that you have to develop is that you're gonna have to like Maddie was saying, like you're gonna have to create content and you're gonna have to feed it um, Mm -hmm. stay relevant and to stay in people's feeds and to stay in front of people. And that's, can be, it can be a lot, it can be a lot of work to do that. But, you know, that's one of the harder parts I feel like about social media in general, it's just like, it doesn't have the same longevity all the time as like a blog post would have, but there's plenty of monetization opportunities, which kind of takes us into the conversation of what are some ways that people are like currently using Instagram to monetize their online business?
1: a lot of different ways. So Instagram, it can be a really great part of your funnel. If you're wanting to funnel people back to your email list or to buy a product, you, you really get a chance to set yourself up as a thought leader on Instagram. And, you know, you got to have the results to back it up. You have to provide value, but anybody can start going out there and just sharing tips on online and it makes it really easy. And I do think that also with the changes in Instagram over the last year, it's gone from being like, a you need to have this perfect, pretty feed to everything can be a little bit more unpolished. You know, you don't have to put like perfectly branded colors on there all the time. That definitely helps, but your, your posts, your posts don't have to be like the most shining beacon, flawless, gorgeous photos. Um, it's definitely a little bit more rusty. I think now a little bit more authentic, which is really great, but I love to use Instagram as the Starting, starting point of any of my sales funnels, drawing driving people into what I create, seeing if they will come in and be more strategic with me. Um, but you can also do sponsor posts, which I do work with brands on the influencer side. And that has been helpful for me over the last year, just as another income stream. You can also do affiliate marketing. So Instagram gives you an option for a link in bio. If you don't have the 10,000 followers where you can do a swipe up or They're changing it to be a link sticker that you put in your stories now instead of swipe up. But that link in bio works the same way. So if you have an Amazon shop page that you are recommending products from, you can talk in your stories or talk in your posts and just kind of train your audience to know if you want to buy this, you can go to the link in my bio. Or I also like to ask people to swipe a slider sticker on my Instagram stories and say, hey, if you want the link to this, just swipe the slider and, or DM me. And then you can just DM me, DM them the link, which then ups your engagement because people are interacting with your stories and in your
0: DM inbox. Okay. So the other thing, um, I don't think we got to maybe the third point on the previous one, but would you say like the third kind of success factor is engagement, like with your people?
1: Engagement is huge. Yes. Because that's what's telling Instagram that your content is valuable and it's, you know I think there it's kind of a two-sided coin or I don't know maybe that's the wrong phrase but if you're it depends on what you want to do. If you want to coach people if you have a product that you want to sell if you're very niche you don't need a lot of followers to drive bull to you your products from Instagram. Um, it is better to have like in that case it's better to have less followers who are really authentically engaged with what you are putting out there than to have a whole lot of followers. Okay. And you can still be just as successful. If you want to work with brands, they will tell you that they don't care about how many followers that you have, but until you have a certain, you know, hit a certain level there, it's not as easy to get people to look at your profile, but there are people who get sponsored posts with 500 Instagram followers. If your engagement is awesome then that is a huge selling factor if you're pitching yourself and saying, you know, my engagement is 25% because that is unheard of. If you have, you know, 5,000
0: plus yeah. followers, it just keeps going down. So definitely possible still. So we've got sponsored options. you got Blaze lead people into funnels, LinkedIn bio. And then like, do you have any other just like basic tips that you feel like would help people like let's say somebody's coming to you and they're saying like, oh, I'm s- like, like I'm, it's me. So let's say I'm coming to you <laughs> saying this whole process overwhelms me. Like how, like how often should I post? Like, how do I, like, how do I know I'm doing enough? What is kind of the mm-hmm. bare minimum?
1: I think bare minimum is just, showing up on stories once a day and showing your face and engaging with the followers who are already there. Um, if you haven't been on the platform for a while, so say you're trying to like revive a dead account, I guess, um, where you've had an account, you have some followers, but you're, you just weren't sure where to start. Mm-hmm. So you just stopped, um, popping onto stories and just saying, Hi, I'm Kim. I am doing these things. you can, stories can be whatever. Think about that as like, if you're tired of niching down your stories, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. That is your broad spectrum because it's not the platform that's going to help you grow. Um, stories is really where you build that like, know and trust factor with the people who have already opted into following you, and you want to retain them that way. Okay. So use, use the engagement stickers, use polls, ask people what they're doing, um, give people shout outs, share other people's content in your stories, use that as a way to really just um connect with people and show up a couple times a day i think if if you're just starting out just go in once a day and then as you add back in just start building it into it as kind of a routine that you do in your day and just checking in on stories or sharing a fun fact sharing behind the scenes of what's going on the sky's limit with stories feel very creative in them
0: so or is like is the square pictures on the main accounts like not that important is what you're saying
1: Those are really important. If you're wanting to grow your stories, nobody's going to find you from your stories. Your stories are only for the people that are already there. So you want to really love on your people through Mm -hmm. stories, but if you're like, I've really got to go through growth, then um, starting with your feed posts or reels or IGTVs or IG lives will be a good way to reach other people. So your, your feed posts are going to, they're kind of the lowest priority. If they're a static post, but you can use video posts, and then the algorithm boosts that up a little bit. Um, but those will, like, you use strategic hash, hashtags, put value in your captions, and use those as a way to introduce people to, like, this is kind of what my brand is. This is what okay. you're going to learn if you follow me. entice nice to come in and find you. Um, I also recommend doing collaborations with other people that are in your same niche, and collaborating with them to do an IG live because if you know, if you guys are similar in the content that you're sharing and the value that you're bringing, their audience is probably going to enjoy you as well. And if you are doing a live with them, it's a good way for everybody to get to kind of pool audiences together. So what is the difference
0: between a reel and a story?
1: A reel is, a reel will go into your feed in your static feed. It is a video. So essentially there's two different feeds that your reel could be found in. It could be found in the reels feed, or it could be found in your audience's normal feed. You're kind of like the square foot. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's, you can put a reel in your story, but they're not, they live on forever and reels are really great in that the life the shelf life of them is so much longer. So a story expires after 24 hours and only your followers are seeing your stories. But a reel can be shown in the Explore page to people who don't follow you. And a lot of my reels have taken off two weeks or so after I posted them. So okay. they get kind so of give Yeah, give it
0: time. Okay. Well, Maddie Givens, mm-hmm. anything else you want to add about the wonderful world of Instagram in 2021? <laughs> Instagram is
1: always changing. So don't be overwhelmed just by the... Um, new features that they're adding. It's a good way to just test things out. Nobody's asking that you stick to the same thing forever. And so um, keep testing new strategies. You don't have to do it perfectly. And it it is a fantastic way to get to engage with your audience. I think there is really no other platform that lets you have back and forth conversations the way that Instagram does. So if, if at all, just use it as a way to get to know the people that are already invested in you. They can help you find new ways to make new products or new business streams, just ways to solve their problems. Instagram is really great for that. So, but don't get overwhelmed, start small and just build from there and have fun with it.
0: And what is the main age demographic that's using Instagram? Do you know?
1: Um, it's, so it's skewing a little bit older, Um, but (laughs) let's see, I did just pull up, um, so, seventy-one percent of people on the app are under the age of thirty-five. So, it's still like it's not a, it's not your grandma's platform. Probably, so I'm not a grandma. on over thirty-five. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are one billion Instagram accounts, or um, you know, over that at this point in 2021. Yeah. So, your people are on the platform. Um, it is, it's, it's probably statistically impossible that they wouldn't be. At least some of them. Okay
0: just curious okay thank you so much maddie for your time and for checking in with us maddie i feel like is always like on the pulse of instagram and not only that but she geeks out about it so that's why i always have her help me do things because she seems like she could talk about it for days
1: (laughs) yeah so if if you have any questions if anybody has any questions just slide into my dms at maddie gibbons and i am happy to answer questions or try to point you in the
0: right direction okay awesome thanks for your time maddie Okay, so before you go, if you are interested in learning how to create a new source of passive income on your blog, I want to encourage you to get my brand new freebie for my Just Keep Blogging listeners called my impulse offer cheat sheets. So again, this is a way for you to set a new stream of income on autopilot. And these are literally checklists that walk you through everything that you need to do step by step to be able to get this thing in place on your website. So if you want to get your hands on these cheat sheets, all you need to do is text the word sheets, S-H-E-E-T-S to the number 44222. Again, that's S-H-E-E-T-S to 44222. And if you go through this, you will have a new stream of passive income set up on your blog. And that's what I'm all about. Helping guys create new sources of passive income for your blog-based businesses. So get your hands on those and I'll talk to you again soon.